Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, my featured guest is Jane Williams. You can find her at janewilliams.com. She is a certified integrative health and nutrition expert and longtime advocate of health and nutrition. Having suffered for many years with a gut and stress-related issue, Jane empowered herself to learn everything she could to get healthy and in turn has made it her life's work to help others to do the same. She now helps her clients improve the health, their health in a clear-cut, attainable approach by gradually introducing healthy eating habits and living practices specific to their body and lifestyle. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's unique to you, Startup Nation. Most importantly, she works with each client to create a personalized plan of action that supports both their short- and long-term health goals. In addition... Jane is a business coach mentoring wellness practitioners on how to grow their businesses. So if that's what you do, if you're in the health and wellness space, uh, Jane's going to teach you how to grow your business on today's show. I'm going to get her top three tips and strategies for making your first $100,000 this year. Jane is a former fitness instructor, journalist, and served as the CEO of the American Red Cross in South Central Connecticut, overseeing various healthcare programs and classes. She's originally from Connecticut. Jane now lives in Orlando, Florida. She's my neighbor uh, with her daughter and her husband. So Jane Williams, welcome to your first 100K top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro really quickly. Thanks so much for having me, Joseph. And I'm so excited to be here serving your audience and hopefully inspiring and uh, leaving some some really good stuff on the table for people to utilize in their own business. Um, the gap for me, uh, any of the gaps, is that uh, it's been a journey. <laughs> it's been a journey health-wise, just like everybody else. Um, I have uh, walked through quite a bit to get where I am now, and I'm I'm grateful, thankful for everything that God has placed in my life, um, the challenges and all. I don't say the good and the bad. I say the challenges because that only makes us stronger, and um, I've become successful because I have learned a lot along the way and I continue to move forward. I think a lot of it has to do with positivity and grit and um, not wanting to give up. And I'm just incredibly passionate about sharing lessons that I've learned in my life that can help others. And I believe that that's what we're here to do. 
Uh, and uh, really excited to, to be with you today and sharing this with your audience. I agree completely. I think sometimes we can become successful and then hoard our success or hoard the lessons. We see so many elderly people moving on from this life into the next without passing on their wisdom, right? Passing on all the struggles of their life, the, the lessons along the way to their grandkids. I think it's a big disservice. So thank you for being an advocate for that, sharing the wisdom with my audience today. Uh, go ahead and share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Okay. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a former journalist. Um, I worked for Dateline NBC back in my 20s, back when uh, Jane Pauley and Stone Phillips were there. Now I'm dating myself. Um, but um, I worked uh, a bit with Jane Pauley, which I, I really, she's an amazing human being as well as a journalist. And I, I really uh, credit a lot of, that I learned from her as, as far as grit and really um, just getting out there and the struggle and making it, making things happen. And I think that's something that was instilled in me at a young age as well with uh, growing up in a broken house and, you know, being completely independent. And I, I really, I'm grateful for that. Um, as well. And my health struggles. I struggled with my health in, in my 20s quite a bit, anxiety, gut issues. Mm. And all of those pieces have really helped me to level up my business, my life, and um, help others and utilizing all of that. And I think when we tap into that, when we really make it all click, what the amazing power that we have, the empowerment that we have to be able to share with others, it's mind blowing. And so that's why I love to help others to tap into their own power like that, because we all have that. We all have that inside and it's, it's God given. It's our talent. It's our child. All of that. It's a, it's that beautiful, I don't want to say mess, but it's a, it's a beautiful construction that we just have to learn to tap into and utilize. And, um, once we do, it's limitless. So for me, the journalism piece is, is something a lot of people don't know that I had that up op those opportunities. Uh, back in, actually, I was 30 years old when I was named CEO of the American Red Cross. Um, I was making six figures when I was 30 years old. Totally I would say not mentally prepared for, you know, all of that, but I walked into it and I stepped up. Did I have all of the wherewithal to do what I did? No, I learned along the way, uh, but I was willing for the to take the challenge on and not afraid. And I walked scared. I, I walked, you know, in that fear and it made me that much stronger. And I'm thankful for that opportunity as well. So just a couple of things about me. That is really fantastic. And I like where you just segued, right? So let's get into that with Startup Nation. So you're 30 years old. We're going back in time just a, little, just a minute. Last year, right? Last year. Last uh, so, year. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. All right. So you're going back in time. You're 30 years old. You're CEO, American Red Cross um, in Connecticut. Uh, you're making six figures. And then something happens inside of you where there maybe it's not fulfilling enough, there's something missing in it, and you decide you're going to give up the six figures, go out on your own, and take the loss, take the hits financially, and then struggle as a, a new business owner um, to build your, your business. 
what what was happening back then and what made you decide to take that that leap of faith really right because so many of my listeners some of them are moonlighting um on the side right now but they they're too scared to jump speak to them yes so what happened uh is that uh i was um newly married at the time and um, my husband who um is successful in his own right had an opportunity to move to florida and we had to make a fast decision if we were going to take that opportunity or not. We were living in Connecticut at the time. And we made the decision, although it was a very difficult one, to make the move. I stayed actually behind while he moved to start his career here um, because I wasn't ready to fully let go of everything. And I had to transition out. It's a very difficult time because I, I really had worked hard to build quite a bit in that community. And I was in, connected to that community quite a bit uh, with all that I did. So I made the decision to move, found out I was pregnant, mm. which was another piece of the puzzle. And a lot of things changed. A lot of things changed in what I wanted. I had been very fast moving, wanting to start up my career. And all of a sudden, I had this amazing opportunity, this amazing gift to, uh, to be a mom. And innately, I still want to, to work. Like that is what I knew. That's what I love. So while my husband was setting up shop down here, I was transitioning. I made the move. We had kind of a, it was a rough year just me not working, you know, the pregnancy, all of that. Um, and him kind of getting set up us moving to a place not knowing anyone where I was completely connected to everybody. So I understand the pain of moving, where you've built a life and a career, and then moving and having nothing, right in that sense, and rebuilding. And so I did some consulting work, a little bit just um, fundraising work that I've had experience with. I uh, did some work around um, uh, marketing and uh, PR work, which is my little bit of my background. So I did some of that kind of stuff on the side, but I wanted to do more and I needed to do more because my husband was just getting his career up and running. And I was also at the same time really focusing on my health. Health was very important to me. And it was at that time that I decided I wanted to go back to school. And I really wanted to learn about uh, nutrition. And I had been following a number of functional medicine doctors, really interested. I love investigative uh, research. I was really into um, nutrition science, all of that. So it was at that time that I made the decision to go back to school for a year and get my certification and then see where that sent me. So my intention was to go back, get a certification and then figure out from there. But what I found was I all of a sudden being the person that I am and knowing that I am a connector, um, I love to network. I love people. I, I love all of those pieces. I was meeting people within the health and wellness space here down in Florida. And all of a sudden, I started to have some opportunities. So my my goal was to go back, get my finish my master's and then start my career and kind of work. I was working on the side, but I had met 
an amazing functional medicine doctor that was looking for nutrition help. I had met a gym owner who was looking for nutrition help. So all of these open doors started to happen. And that's when I started to walk in saying, you know what, I'm going to start doing this and just see where this takes me and try to get my master's done at the same time. So that's kind of where, where my career started again. Got it. So walk us through the business side, the business building part of this, right? So you finally make this decision. You're going to go all in, take some of these open door opportunities coming your way and startup nation. There's a piece of wisdom here that Jane has brought up, I think. And I just want to kind of pull it out a little bit and share it with you is that sometimes you cannot see um, the opportunities that lie ahead of that next step in front of you until you take that next step. Right. Yes. And, and if your heart knows it's the right step, you feel peace about it, but maybe your head is scared, you know, your head is in fear, but your heart feels peace about it. Take this step and you'll see the how to start to appear after you move. So many of us wait for the how to to show up. We want to see the 52 steps afterwards um, before we take the first step. And it just in my experience with my clients, with my guests, it never works that way in life. You must take the first step of faith in order to see the next steps afterwards. Is that so true? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't, I, I can't agree with that more. So for me, where I was getting stuck in my head was that I needed all of the accolades, the degrees, the certifications in order to get things moving. Right. That's what I believed. That was, that's where I was stuck in my head. I didn't need that. I, I needed Obviously, I needed a foundation. That's really important. But what I realized once I started with these connections and these open doors, open windows started to happen, is that I had in me what I needed to get started. And I learned so much along the way. But that was really difficult. That was a, a, a massive block for me to walk through. Now, along the way, I have gotten you know, I've received a lot more certifications, I've done some of the work, but I didn't need to stop to make that happen. So I, I want to reiterate that to everyone, you know, you don't need that, you need to, to take the action, you need to walk through it. If you see an opportunity, and like you said, it's calling on your heart, you know that it's, it feels right, take it, because that changed everything for me. That truly changed everything in, a, in more ways than one. It changed what I wanted with my career. I had thought that I wanted to work in an office and seek one-on-one -on -one clients for the rest of my life. And I learned I didn't want that type of setup. I learned that I could make a lot more impact being online, creating an online presence, building programs, all of these other things that I had no idea even existed until I really started to dive in. It was amazing to me how my world, my mindset opened up when I removed all of the obstacles that I put on myself, which was in the way of what I need to be able to do this job. I really like that you brought that out because so many coaches in the coaching space, I see uh, they're going for the next certification, the next certification. And, and these certifications almost become a, a way of covering up their own personal insecurities. They're like, well, I need this piece of paper in order to validate that I am worth 
you paying for my service? Right. When in fact, if you just practice Startup Nation and help the person next to you and start small. I remember when I started my coaching practice, I charged $100 to my first client for a 12-week uh, coaching program because I wanted to uh, get the bugs out, you know, so to speak, in my own coaching. I was like, well, this is brand new to me. So let me just charge a, a small amount. I can't do it for free because... And I charged way too little to that guy. And I remember to this day, he was the most headaches out of all my clients and he paid the least out of all of them. So I learned that valuable lesson as well, but I got going, I got going. And I'll say to you that this way, Startup Nation is that if rather than certifications, pursue results for your clients, pursue getting your clients results. That's your certification. So true. People don't care about the degrees and pieces of paper. If you helped this guy or this gal who is exactly like them in the exact same situation, get the desired result that they want. Is that true, Jane, or not? Absolutely. It is absolutely the truth. And what I have learned working with so many business clients, too, is that we forget that if we don't have the information we can work through it. We can research, we can look through. I mean, that's, that's grit, right? That's really diving in and learning your craft. I hear people say, well, I can't do that, or that's not within my expertise, or I don't have expertise around that. Build it, create it, do the, do the work. And you will have that expertise. That's Love where it. we fall down. Right. Love it. So Jane, it, again, walk us through, walk us through your top three tips and strategies that you use to go get to the six figure mark. So Jane, how did you do it? Like, how'd you get to the hundred K and then beyond? What are your top three tips and diversify? Strategies? <laughs> That's a number one, uh, health and wellness coaches, practitioners, nutritionists. Again, I find that within that context, we think very linear. Like we think that it's gonna be one-on-one -on -one coaching and that's what we do. No, I mean, your business if, as an entrepreneur is to look at your assets, take a look at what you encompass, your authenticity, all of the pieces that speak to you and then to diversify them not just think so linear. So for example, look at residual income, look at passive income opportunities, what works for you. And I'm not, don't do anything that doesn't speak to you. I can't stand when I see people signing up for things that don't really work for them. They don't do a good job even utilizing them in their business and making money off of them because they don't truly believe in them. It doesn't speak to them, but where do you shine? What, what calls to you? Is it speaking? That's, you know, that's an opportunity to add on to your business. Is it a residual income? Is it an MLM? Is it a passive income? Is it affiliate marketing, right? Products that you use and recommend programs. Programs are amazing. That is an opportunity for you to build out what calls to you, what speaks to you, what you are becoming an expert in your niche and to build that out having the right systems in place, which I mean, it's everything, Joseph, I don't know if you feel the same way, but once I actually niched down and really learned how to utilize systems properly, that's when my income started to go up as well. And once you start to diversify, you really need good systems in place. So there's a lot of opportunity there. And 
again, like you said in the beginning, as part of my bio, it really is a bio individual thing. You got to look at what calls to you, what speaks to you. You're unique. There's no one else like you. So what can you offer to the world? What can you offer to your focused client base, to your customers? And once you kind of niche down, and of course, along the way, I always talk about the importance of grit, the importance of confidence, of authenticity. Those are all incredibly important traits to focus on. And I think I work more on that than I do anything else. Because once we get that down, we niche out where you are, what you want to work on, what you want to truly build, the sky's the limit. Then you're not afraid to walk through that fear. And there's nothing holding you back as far as becoming in the know and wanting to really help as many as you can. And at the same time, getting paid for it. Mm. So to clarify, what I heard you say is the first thing you did, first tip and strategy startup nation from Jane is create multiple streams of income within your business. Okay. Don't just think so linear. Think, okay, what can I do that will bring in recurring revenue? Can I set up a membership community where people pay $25 a month and I go in there once a month and I do a live and I, I put in some other content occasionally or blog posts and it's worth $25 times three, right? Okay. That's, that's one stream of income. Okay. Well, what if I get uh, 300 people? And I really focus on building that up with 300 people in it. Well, shoot, that's $7,500 a month right there, right? right? In passive income. Now that takes care of a lot of your bills right there, Startup Nation. Now you could breathe a little, right? And then you go into, okay, maybe I want to start doing one-on-one coaching now. Well, that's going to be a high ticket offer. Okay, maybe for that, I'm going to charge $5,000 or $10,000 for that coaching program. But I only can take on so many people. So Jane, that's what I got from you on, on the first one. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, I just want to extend off of that too. If you love coaching one-on-one, I would by no means, I'm not saying not to do it, but don't do what I did in the beginning. This is what I say. Don't do what I did. And I was seeing 50, 60 people a week. That leaves you no room to be creative. That leaves you no room to reach what you are capable of reaching organically. So that is number one to learn. But absolutely, if you love to coach one-on-one, and I do, I always will. I'll always make space for that because I love the one-on-one connection. But also know that there is a lot more out there that you can create and build like you said, membership community-wise, program-wise, that's running on a, on cycles, right? Um, videos, that's this evergreen formula where it, you know, membership or a program that is con- constantly running or running, again, like I said, on cycles where you don't have to do so much work. There's a piece of you that that is involved in it but it doesn't have to be a constant. So that is, that's key. That's number one right there. And then of course, looking at the passive and residual income possibilities for re, you know, for revenue. So what speaks to you on the residual side? What can you put into place and continue to make money off of for years to come? What on the passive side, again, that is the programs, the affiliate marketing, pieces like that, that, again, are in alignment with who you are, 
that speak to you and that will continue to make you money without you having to do a lot of work once you've started to build it. And I think that goes right into your second uh, top tip or strategy, which is set up the processes and systems to automate each one of those streams of income as fast as you humanly can, Startup Nation, so that it's not sucking your time. And then you can move on to what's my third revenue stream? What's my fourth revenue stream? What's my fifth revenue stream? So really focus on your different revenue streams, put the processes and systems in place to automate them so they don't consume your life and your time, and then move on what's, how many more can you do? And I like what you said earlier, as far as one-on-one coaching, Jane, is Startup Nation, get very clear on what is your capacity time-wise. Like what, what's the capacity of, of one-on-one clients you can actually take on before your life, uh, you start to um, be stealing time from the things that matter in your life, like your spouse and your kids and your time with God and your faith, et cetera, or involvement in your community. Because you never want your business to become, uh, you don't want to get bitter, right? And be, or resentful towards your own business because you didn't structure it correctly right out the gate. So really think about that, like take a, take a time to create that vision for your future, for your business. What does that dream business look like? How many hours are you working? How many one-on-one clients? How, how, what do you have a community, et cetera? Jane, anything you want to add to that? That's a great point. Yes. I'm a wife and a mom first that they are the most important pieces of my life. And I want to make sure that, you know, I give them quality me instead of the leftovers. Mm, (laughs) And right. And that is so incredibly important. And even with that, my self care levels up on that too. I need for me to show up for everyone else. I know that I need to take care of myself first. And if I don't, I'm going in with a glass half empty and I'm not going to be able to serve people the way that I should be. So it's so important that we do those things first and then we are able to serve and be there and create and build all of those pieces. So it truly is when I think of functional health. This is why I love nutrition and functional wellness in general. It really is whole health wellness. And that goes on the nutrition side when I'm working with a nutrition client. And it goes when I work with a business client, because we're working in similar capacities, right? We want to optimize your well-being. That is all of the pieces of you, everything that you are, that's how you build successfully when you optimize and you utilize all of those pieces in your life to the best of you. So speaking about well-being, like what's the number one thing that you do to stay inspired uh, and take consistent action when you're going through obstacles or challenges that can leave you feeling defeated? Yeah, that's good. I love that. When I am going through a challenging situation, which typically happens to me when I am creating I can't, sometimes I get into a locked in space. Um, I have little things that I do. Um, I journal, I pray, I run. I do all of those little self care pieces that I know are really important. Typically journaling for me unlocks a lot and um, kind of moving away and from whatever it is I'm doing, the environment, changing up my environment because I, I work at home especially this past year, um, more than not. So I move 
different spaces. And we're, you and I are very fortunate to live in a warm, sunny state. Um, so I can move outside and sometimes just getting that fresh air, that environment, that locked in peace. I listen to podcasts like Joseph's if I need inspiration, um, if I need to kind of get out of my own head, you know, all of those pieces that will help me inspire me. I have an amazing coach that helps bring out the best in me. I am a firm believer in coaching the coach and having an amazing community around you that builds you up, inspires you to be better, raises the bar. That's so important. Um, so I make sure that I, I do that and I have that in my life. I have amazing women in my life that do that for me. And I hope I do that for them as well. So all of those pieces are incredibly important to kind of get stuck out of the mud, you know, to move out of that gap. Startup Nation, aren't you glad I asked that question? <laughs> like those are really great tools that Jane uses to stay on track, to stay inspired, to stay motivated, realizing that you're not always going to feel motivated or inspired, that you're going to feel beat up sometimes or things are going to take longer than you expected to get to that next step. So what are those things that you do consistently to bring you back into alignment right? Spiritually, right? Alignment with your vision for what you're doing, what you're building. So Jane just shared some great ones. I do uh, some of those myself and they're tremendous. Absolutely. All right, Jane, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? I am ready. I think I did that in one breath. That was pretty. That was pretty impressive. Thank you. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Everything. Everything. <laughs> I love it all. The struggle. The it's chaos. true. I do. I, I ha, Owning my time. Yeah, that's it. That's awesome. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, <laughs> not owning my time. No, I'm just kidding. No, truly like having my work at home. So Having, you know, knowing that it's here and that I have to work a little bit harder to remove myself from it. Yep. I get that. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of being human. Uh, what are you currently struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? Uh, I struggle with not feeling at times, not all the time, that uh, I have enough space for my daughter, like sometimes, you know, work calls and you, you feel like you're constantly plugging things in, but I'm getting better at that. I think I'm, I'm evolving around what space she needs, but she's growing, I'm growing, but again, I'm a mom, I'm a human, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that she feels that as well. For all you mom entrepreneurs listening to the show, would you give yourself a little grace? You're human, just like the rest of us. You don't have to be perfect. Just do your darn best and prioritize. Jane, what are you most afraid of? Not accomplishing all of the things in my life that I know that I'm meant to accomplish. Not getting to finish them. Yeah. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year? Uh, being inside. <laughs> um, no, I, I did get out a lot. Um, what did I spend too much time doing? Probably overanalyzing because I felt a little bit locked in. 
Um, I, I wanted to finish one program that I have now finished, but it took me longer to do. I wish it didn't take as long as it did. I get that. What secret fear do you have about people? Secret fear that I have about people. I love people. Um, geez, secret fear that I have about people. I guess um, that their intentions are pure. Yep, that's a real one. Got it. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? How to diversify. Yeah. What's a new habit you want to create in your life? Uh, to be even more productive with my time. Got it. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Uh, to um, I guess to stop um, sweating the small stuff. I think even as successful as I have come, um, through my journey, I still at times overanalyze and, um, I'm continue. I'm human. I'm working on that. Uh, but I, I do want to work, continue to work on that. I'm, I'm hearing some patterns here, Jane. I'm hearing patterns, girl, uh, pick three words to describe who you were your first year in your business, who I was, um, a yes woman for sure. Um, maybe too much of a yes woman, but also I learned a lot from that. Um, I would say an overanalyzer since we're creating patterns here <laughs> and, um, th these are, these are negative, right? You asked me. <laughs> I didn't say negative. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like that. Um, I, I yes, woman, overanalyzer, and um, I, I guess um, empowered to help as many people as I could because that's why I said yes so frequently. I was awesome. so motivated. And pick three words to describe uh, who you are now. Confident. Mm -hmm. Um. I am empowered and I truly feel like I am an expert in my niche and uh, that's huge. That is to huge to be able to speak with authenticity when you really know what you're doing. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, look your husband, your family, your kids in the eye and tell them only one piece of advice about everything, what would you say to them? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, Jane. It's going to be okay, Startup Nation. <laughs> Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000 this year? Break your own glass ceiling, my friends. We are only limited by our own mindsets. Break it wide open. You know you're capable fully step in. It's time. Take action, work hard, make it happen, and you will. All right, Startup Nation. There's your pep talk for uh, this week. Get out and take action. Take one small, tiny action, and you'll see the next step show up. All right, Jane, uh, how does Startup Nation get in touch with you? You got some programs, you got some gifts. What do you got for them? I've got all kinds of goodness. 
head over to uh, www.janewilliams.com. It's Jane with the Y, J-A-Y-N-E. And I've got all kinds of freebies, guides going on. I am just starting a brand new series and podcast called Elevated Wellness. As part of the series, I'm doing some lives on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Jane, J-A-Y-N-E underscore Williams Wellness on IG. Next week, I'm going to be interviewing five-time Olympian Danielle Scott. Uh, she's a two-time Olympic uh, met silver medalist. And we're going to be in the kitchen talking about healthy eats and mindset tips to optimize your overall wellness. Whoa, fancy, fancy, fancy. All right, Jane Williams, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, girl. Right back at you, my friend. Thank you for having me. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently, like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.